0: Uh, right, good uh, hello, good morning, hello everybody. Uh, it's the um, that's not the seventh of August as my slide says. It's the seventh of September uh, indeed. And uh, today, that's not very good, is it? Good start. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the week ahead. Uh, we've done uh, the week uh, ago. We're going to be doing the week ahead from the seventh to the eleventh of September. We're going to look at the main events on what is actually really quite a quiet week uh, this week. My name is Adrian Boothy. I'm the head of trading here at Trendsignal, and as ever, I'm joined with our chief analyst uh, Jerry Miller. Hi, Jerry. Uh, Hello, all. Hi. Uh, And Jerry's going to take us through um, really the main events for this week. So, uh, Jerry, why don't you get us all started? You know, what don't we know yet? What's going to be happening? What are the main stimulating events for the week coming up? Well, uh,
1: Curiously, you know, following non-farm payroll week, which happens on the first Friday of the new month, which was last Friday, uh, the calendar always seems a bit bare the next week. And obviously it happens the same every month. (laughs) So this is not a surprise, but we've got the added um, um, issue, I suppose you'd want to call it. It's um, a federal holiday in the US today. So it's Labor Day where all the markets are shut, which then makes it very much a truncated week uh, for the US. And bearing in mind, we've uh, had a, a keen interest in what's actually happened in uh you know with the tech shares uh Thursday of friday last week so uh we're all really keen to know as much as we can about what's going to happen this week and we're gonna have to wait until tuesday for that but uh, uh so yeah bank, bank holiday um uh in the us uh for today um big big event really is thursday with the, with the um uh, european central bank's policy meeting but we've also got brexit bubbling away in the background there was a lot of um talk in the press over the weekend uh, about uh, frost saying that he's our negotiator saying that you know if we don't get a deal we don't get a deal but you know we we, we need to stick to what we know is right for us uh, the fact is we've gone through brexit uh, and we want the benefits of what brexit entails uh, and i think uh, barnier has been saying that uh, not enough concessions have been um, uh, made by the UK, Um, I mean, I think he said he's worried and disappointed, but I think, you know, both sides could say that. I'm sure Mr. Frost would also say that he's uh, uh, worried and disappointed by the lack of concessions from the UK, uh, from the uh, EU. but I think um, there is there are rumours that Barnier might actually be sidelined for part of the discussions uh, in an attempt to try and break the deadlock. I don't know whether you've heard that. No, no, I haven't. But I'm not, not quite as well read as you are, Jerry. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen. I, I I think it needs something, uh, and and Barnier is is often very sort of methodical and lacks some a bit of empathy, uh, from what I understand. So uh, uh may, maybe uh that uh is something that will uh, shake it up a little bit but anyway that's this week it's the final phase of negotiations and the uk have just said that they've got to get a deal if it's not done by um you know uh, mid uh, october it, it's not going to happen uh, but yeah. as we know the eu uh, tend to wait until the 11th hour uh the, the 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 59th minute of the 11th hour uh and um so i'm sure that's what will happen this time round. and if there yeah. is no deal then we'll work out the ramifications for that but um,
0: well you know the good the good news is that continues to be some good movement on the um on sterling uh, across a number of crosses so there's been some some good movements some good trading opportunities so you know anything that's going to create that movement's good for traders uh, quite frankly Yeah. Um, yeah you know i was asked earlier about whether we'd do some you know from our, our one of our students in our um, training workshop this morning about whether we'd look to put notices out about not trading the pound for a while you know not at the moment and i think maybe when certain announcements coming up you know i think maybe we'll look to abstain for uh, a few days over those announcements but otherwise it's creating good movement and good opportunity you know even if you're in those trades for two or three days a lot of potential in those um
1: i I think i think if you you weren't to trade um sterling because of brexit i mean you would be trading it for four years i mean that's yeah. uh i i, I think the, the there are very few reasons not to trade a market i think an, an election is a, a very good one uh, and i think come the second of or was it the third of um, november with the presidential election in the us uh, that'll be a time to uh, tread carefully uh,
0: absolutely but I think coming into the data, into the announcements, is a good time to be trading, and then you trade the the reaction. But actually, it's yeah. it's on the point of the announcement. It's when these things are actually coming out that you want to be flat, because that's yeah, the uncertainty. Correct. Correct. That's that's right.
1: That's right. Okay. Um, so, so so Wednesday uh, next um, on the agenda is the the um, another policy meeting for a central bank. Uh, this time it's the Canadians, the, the Bank of Canada. Uh, with their uh, policy meeting and their um, uh, rate statement, uh, there is absolutely no chance of any move. They they tend to watch very closely what the US does, Adrian, um, Mm -hmm. and there's been no change there, uh, and I think it's so unlikely that there will be any uh, change there. Sometimes the statement can ruffle uh, the the, um, Canadian dollar a little bit, but uh, we don't expect too much in the way of uh, surprises there uh, which sort of brings us on to the main event of the week which is the um, european central bank's um, policy meeting Um, we do have a bit of data out before that actually uh, in the eurozone um, which might help the eurozone uh, the uh, european central bank i should say um, in its policy decision Uh, we've got industrial production for germany france and italy although it's not showing there but uh, um, as a lot of data doesn't tend to show on forex factory they tend to relegate a lot of it to low impact but um there we go um yeah you've highlighted some of them yeah uh good um so uh, the european uh central bank um well that comes out um later the announcement is at um um twelve forty five and then the president okay, time, yeah, and then the press conference at 1:30 is going to be interesting. Uh, Christine Lagarde, the chairperson of the uh, European Central Bank, has made a few off-the-record comments, apparently, about her concern about the strong euro uh, and its effect on the eurozone economy, uh, because it acts as a, a as a as a drag uh, on on economic activity, uh, as companies are finding it uh, that anyone selling its services or goods. Uh, outside the eurozone will find that their, their goods now cost more in those other currencies and, and that affects their margins and their profitability or even their ability actually to close a sale so it it, it has a negative effect and that's something that she may want to comment on or, she, or it's likely that she'll comment on uh, and that could put the skids under the euro possibly possibly
0: okay um and then we also have so in the states we've got um uh, ppi uh, 130 so it's always a say that that always used to be a high impact item of data didn't it a red item yeah, uh, yeah. well it's, it's 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 basically the producer price index is the cost of goods and services
1: going into production so you know to make a car you need metal and, and, and it's the cost of the sheet metal that goes that's going into production and if that goes up in price it can push up the price of the finished product like the cost of the car and it's the core ppi we look at but there's really no sign of any move in the producer price index um, which will is often a leading indicator of any inflation to come because we got that data on friday age if you just move yeah. to Friday, you can see that we've got the uh, CPI data out. That's the inflation data in the US. Uh, And it's interesting because the Federal Reserve that manages price stability or that's one of its mandates has changed its attitude to inflation, the CPI reading, uh, and it's going to allow it to rise above 2% without taking any action. And it's going to look at an average of the CPI over a period of months. uh, And it'll help um, to sort of smooth out um reactions to jumps in inflation that might be temporary uh, but of course mm-hmm. the fed and and business leaders uh would love to have inflation back up because two things with inflation one if if you run a business and you know you can push your prices up you can invest more in factories and people and and, and research and development but if you know that you've got no pricing power and you can never push your prices up you know that you're not going to be able to increase your revenue by the quick win of a price rise and the other thing that's also important all these massive amounts of debt that government have issued over the last six months to fight the pandemic that inflation reduces it um, in value and that's what uh, central banks and governments would love to see uh, for that reason alone I got a funny feeling um, as I drift into my retirement in the coming years that inflation will start to pick up uh, but, um, yeah, I may not be around to um worry about it
0: too much, if you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, uh, well, I think that's um pretty much it then jerry yeah yeah it, it's, it's a it, it's a pretty uneventful week in
1: terms of uh, those data releases over
0: it is uh, however if you are a day trader there's certainly a few things to be aware of for example if you're trading the euro dollar or the dax be very aware of 1245 and 130 on thursday you want to have closed out positions there would be the more prudent thing to do and then look to evaluate and trade the reaction uh, after that that way it becomes a lot more interesting the risk associated with trading on data with slippage and gapping uh, can be quite problematic so just be aware uh, everybody stay safe with your trading uh, manage risk at all times etc um and uh, Otherwise, everybody, we'll be back uh, this time next week. Uh, Well, for more of the same, I suppose, but hopefully a few more events to discuss as well. But have a great week's trading, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye Bye for now.